G'day everyone, welcome to the show, this is Roll With The Punches podcast and I'm your host Tiffany Cook, thrilled to see you tuning in again. Hey, if you're tuning in for the very first time, let me tell you, you can come over to Facebook and search the Roll With The Punches podcast Facebook group and hang out with us there, that would be really cool. We're also on Instagram when I see we, me, me and my cat and if you love what you hear, or if you're a long-time listener and you love what you hear, then I would love it if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. It is a massive, massive help when it comes to having new people find the show and grow our little tribe and give us a bunch of little roll with the punches groupies to hang out with. Anyway, I've got some thoughts today. I've had an amazing day. Actually, what I'm going to do is... I'm going to read a post that I did because I was having these thoughts this morning. I did a post on Facebook about it. So I'm going to read that out and then I might unpack it a little bit. One thing that I've learned and pieced together in the ecosystem that is Tiff's world is that the things that scare me and terrify me, the things that make me mighty nervous or question my worth and capabilities, the things that make me feel like an imposter and evoke fear in my body and my mind, are the very things that fill me with the most joy, purpose, growth, and satisfaction. And I realize now, after so long waiting and wanting for the shadow side of those things to subside, the discomfort, the fear, and the uncertainty, that the light and shade only exist on account of one another. And if the discomfort were to disappear, so too would the joy. And such is life. May we all stop wishing away the darkness and start wrapping our arms around the light that it draws our attention to. So this morning I had to present, chose to, I didn't have to, I chose to. This morning I chose to present at one of the Fresh Networking, the Fresh Networking Paran's very first meeting back. I'm a member of Fresh Networking in St Kilda. It is my favourite networking group, the most wonderful humans I've connected with and I just absolutely love it. In fact, if you are a small business or an entrepreneur and you're in Melbourne, uh, you should hit me up and come and visit one of these groups because I tell you when it comes to connecting with a tribe in business to learn and grow and evolve, it's amazing. It is amazing. I swear by it. I've been involved in it for years and I attribute much of my growth to the involvement with that organization and the people that it has connected me to. Anyway, this is not actually an advertisement for them. Just get a little bit passionate at times. But I was presenting this morning at Paran and I present a lot and I speak a lot and funnily enough, I still get nervous and I still, I'm very freestyle in my approach. I do not script or plan too much. I throw some slides together that have some quirky bloody pictures usually of my dog or my cat now. <laughs> and, and I kind of freestyle pretty much over what I want to talk about. So that causes me a little bit of angst because I think I'm going to screw it up. I get really nervous. I figure I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know how I'm going to do the timing. All of the things come up and it terrifies me and I get really nervous beforehand and it can be at times a little bit overwhelming. And I felt like this, I felt like this last year when I spoke at a local boxing event, a charity boxing event, 
I very much felt like this. And I felt like I, the morning of, I rang Harps and said, Harps, I don't want to do this. Like I want to, I, I'm thinking about just running home and just not <laughs> just fucking leaving. <laughs> anyway, every time I feel like that, I do the event and I often I'll message Harps, tell him how it went. And often my message says, nailed it. <laughs> Which doesn't mean, don't get me wrong, doesn't mean I was the most amazing person ever. But what it means is I'm really happy with what I've presented and what expectations I had. I've managed my time and my my information and my energy and all of the things. And it feels amazing. And I am on the biggest high afterwards. But what I what I was thinking about it and I realized that there's this underlying, and it's not just me, I think we all do this. There's this underlying sense of I can't because my second message to Harps was the overwhelming emotion of presenting. It's ridiculous. And I feel like I've always been waiting for that to subside. Like when I get good at this, that feeling will go away and I won't feel like that anymore. But it's been a long time now. I've presented like this so many times for so many years now. I've present- I mean, and this wasn't a big event either. This was a short presentation at a small venue. And I still get nervous. And what I realized was that everything in my life that brings me joy is everything that makes me feel like that. Everything that evokes fear and uncertainty and curiosity around my worthiness and imposter syndrome, all of those things. So I realized that when I try and wish away those shit things, I think that that is wishing away the good things because without the shit things, there's no contrast of feeling. There's nothing to overcome. And and it's in the overcoming of it that makes me feel amazing. It's I don't think it's in the act at all. And funnily enough, it's Thursday today and on Thursdays I go down to my boxing coach. So the very same thing played out in a kind of different ways. I go to boxing and I rock up and the moment we start, it's hard. It is hard. And so we do three rounds of Tabata skipping super hard. So my arms are burning and I'm buggered already 15 minutes in. And then we hit the bag for a few rounds. Like it's, there's 45 minutes of solid, solid, sickening, visceral, I'm ready to throw up work before I get to hit the pads. And let's be honest, we all just want to go and hit the pads with our coach. That's our favorite part to work so hard. And the moment we, I am in a round, but even the first round on the bag, hitting the bag, I hate it. I, I hate it. I hate feeling like that. I want it over. I wish he wasn't watching. I wish I could cheat. All of the things come up and I think I hate this so much. And that kind of exists throughout the entire session. And then the moment I'm finished and and I get in my car, I am filled with this feeling and I'm so pumped. And the whole drive home, which is about an hour for me, the whole drive home, I am 
obsessively analyzing and thinking and wanting to do better and wanting to be back there. I want to be back there. I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed. I want to be back in there. I wish I was going tomorrow. I want more. I want to be faster. I want to deal with that better. I want to not stop. I want to not feel my, I want to not that moment, you know, that moment that I think about and right before the bell went where I stopped because I was bugging and, or where I, where I paused. And when I paused, I felt that I was tired. And then I was like, oh, I'm tired. I want to not do that next time. And uh, what I want to take away from this for you, for you guys that are listening, I want one of two things or maybe two of two things. One thing is let's stop wishing away the hard. Let's stop wishing it away because it's a part of the light. Without the hard, there is no light. Without the dark, there is no light. Probably makes more sense if I say that, doesn't it? We have to have the two. That's what gives us the contrast. If the other stuff disappeared, there would be no joy. There would be no joy in that. So sitting in that and building a new relationship with the hard, and if you're not doing anything hard, if you've never done anything hard, find something hard. It doesn't have, You don't have to be punched in the face. It doesn't have to be physical, but find something that makes you very uncomfortable and go through with something because you will never, I promise you, you will never, you want to know what is on the other side of that. I guarantee you it will change your life. The day I went through with my first fight changed my life. And my life up until that point, I did not believe needed changing. It didn't need changing. I don't have a hard luck story where I wasn't doing anything crazy. There's no crazy, oh, look what this saved my life. But it did. (laughs) Also, it did. It changed my life and it changed my view and it, it made me realize human potential and the potential of the mind and all of these limiting beliefs that I had, it unlocked something. The moment before that fight, the day of that fight, I said I was overwhelmed with that emotion and I said I will never, ever, ever do anything like this again in my life because there is nothing in the world that could possibly be worth how I feel right now. I said those words. I said it and I meant it and when I repeat it now, I get goosebumps because I'm. Oh, you've got no idea what that felt like. Anyway, couldn't really back out. So next minute I'm in the ring and I'm doing the thing. And the moment it was over, the moment that I had gone through with the very thing that scared the shit out of me, the feeling on the other side of that made the feeling beforehand pale in comparison. Can you imagine that? That was the worst feeling I'd ever felt in my life. And that disappeared. And the good feeling on the other side of that was everything. And the first thing I said was, when is the next one? I'm doing this again. And that's how I feel. That's how I feel when I do speaking. That's how I feel when I run workshops. That's how how I feel when I do podcasts. Honestly, let's chase it. Let's chase this hard, scary, terrifying shit. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you are going to change and love what is on the other side of that. I'm leaving you with that. Go find something hard. And when you do come back and tag me in it and tell me, tell me what it is and tell me what changes.
hey, thanks for tuning in. Big love.